You know, we live in a freeze-dried, obese, overweight, quick consumer food society. And our health just keeps getting worse and worse. We can blame it on lavish, uh, lavish lifestyles living, but if we really look at the elite, if we really look at those in the limelight, those that are famous, those that are rich, those that are powerful, we see people that are slender, thin, active, athletic. But the mass population is getting bigger and bigger, unhealthier, unhealthier, dying sooner, and why? My theory is it's because of high fructose corn syrup. And that's what we'll be talking about tonight on Awoke. Tonight, I'd like to talk about something that well, you might not think it's a conspiracy. A lot of people don't consider it a conspiracy. And that is probably the most dangerous thing about this conspiracy is the fact that you don't even realize that it is conspiracy. Now listen, one of the largest crops to hit our market and to be involved in our current day society is the crop of corn. Now, me being from the Midwest, I grew up around corn my whole life. And when I was growing up, it was for consumption. It was for eating, whether it be popcorn or corn kernels or corn on the cob. But corn has taken a different route of importance in our society. Uh, it's used as a fuel substitute in ethanol. It's also used to sweeten all of our products that we consume on a daily basis. And this is where the conspiracy truly comes into place, folks. High fructose corn syrup. The government, through the manufacturers of uh, food products, are using high fructose corn syrup to destroy America. How are they doing that, you say? Well, that's what we're going to discuss tonight. <clears throat> High fructose corn syrup. You know, nobody reads the labels anymore on their food. High fructose corn syrup is in everything. It's in all of your sodas and beverages. It's in bread, pasta, gummy snacks. It's everywhere, folks, and you don't even know it. It's in a lot of uh, your accoutrements that you put on your food, like barbecue sauce, jelly, stuff like that. People would say it's there to make everything sweeter and to also uh, give a longer shelf life to food so that it can sit on the shelf and wait for you to purchase it. But... 
as you may have heard, as you may know, the effects of high fructose corn syrup on your body is detrimental. It has an addiction level that mirrors crack cocaine and heroin. It's addicted. It is a very dangerous subject that is trying to hook you to these sweet products. Why, you might ask. Well, let's dig into that. Originally, I believe that high fructose corn syrup probably was uh, meant as a sugar substitute and was meant to uh, be used to keep foods on the shelves. It was also a lot cheaper to uh, manufacture and produce. And with the raising costs of sugar, it was only cost effective to use high fructose corn syrup. But that's not the only reason that we're using it. Let me tell you a little backstory here. I've recently uh, changed my diet quite considerably. I went to the doctors quite a while back and they told me that my triglycerides were out of control. Very, very out of control. Now, triglycerides are part of your cholesterol. My cholesterol was a little out of whack, but my triglycerides were through the roof. So I decided I needed to do something. I needed to change the way that I ate, the way that I lived, and uh, so I did that. First thing I did was I removed all carbonated beverages from my diet. I didn't even go to diet drinks. No, I just went cold turkey on all of them. And I haven't had one in over a month and a half. And I feel, honestly, the instantaneous feeling that I received was amazing. I felt better. I felt less depressed all the time. I felt less lethargic and anxious. See, that's what these sodas do to you the caffeine and the high fructose corn syrup what it does is it changes your chemical uh, composition of your body and causes you to be more of a roller coaster instead of the way your body's supposed to be which is in homeostasis so I was going up and down up and down all the time from uh, excited and anxious down to lethargic and depressed on a regular basis so I removed all that and then I removed caffeine from my diet because I still drink coffee. So I removed caffeine from my diet, right? And then I got to looking at high fructose corn syrup. I also um, removed all gluten from my diet. So you find a lot of gluten in uh, your breads and cereals and uh, things that have grain and yeast in them. So basically... I went gluten-free because I have some gastrointestinal issues that I've been working through. And honestly, this change has made it a lot more uh, easy for my body to function on a daily day basis. But as I was uh, going through this, you know, once, once I hit gluten, you know, I had to inspect a lot of my food to make sure they didn't put in... Uh, yeast or put in 
uh, flour or wheat or anything into my food so I wouldn't accidentally consume gluten. Because I don't really want to go shopping down the gluten-free aisle. Because honestly, that, that food is not the best. You know, the one thing that I do get from the gluten-free aisle is uh, crackers. And they're made out of like sesame seeds and other non-flour-based products. And they taste horrible. But I eat them all the same with my cheese and with my uh, pepperoni or my sausage. But when I started looking at the ingredients on my food, I started to realize how much our foods contain high fructose corn syrup. It was an eye-opener, to be quite honest. It was quite surprising to learn that our foods are full of it, full of this high fructose corn syrup. And it's no wonder that we're seeing a rise in uh, autism, a rise in ADHD and other mental uh, disorders, as well as a rise in diabetes and heart disease. And it's directly related to high fructose corn syrup. You know, again, I want to reiterate that this stuff is as addicting as heroin, as crack cocaine. Why? Why does it need to be addicting? Well, because they want you to keep consuming it. They want you to not be able to live without this stuff. I've recently you know, changed up my diet and I try to buy as much as I can, as much possible with uh, all natural sugar in it. And it's hard, folks. It really is because this stuff's everywhere. This stuff is in everything that you consume. Your best bet is to go all natural. Um, not buy anything in a box. Not buy anything in a bottle. But you know what? We just can't do that. You know, we like our coffee creamers. Well, guess what? Your coffee creamers probably got high fructose corn syrup in it. We like our peanut butter and jellies. Well, guess what? Your jelly probably has high fructose corn syrup in it. We like our diet sodas. Well, guess what? Your soda's got high fructose corn syrup in it. Your gummy bears have high fructose corn syrup in it. Pretty much everything that you can think of probably has high fructose corn syrup in it. You know what? If you want the sweet flavor, fruit is the best way to go because it has natural fructose. So why is this high fructose corn syrup so dangerous? Well, not just because it's addicting, or addictive, if you will. But let me tell you this. This is what is dangerous about it. It is harder to break down than natural sugars are. Or even refined sugar. Even refined sugar is easier to break down than this stuff. And what's that mean? Well, if it's harder to break down, your body's not going to try to. Your body's going to say, okay, let's turn this into fat and we'll store it for when we need it later. Your body has been designed on a feast or famine basis. Basically what happens is your body realizes that it might not be able to eat all the time. There were times in our society when we were uh, traveling nomadic tribes of people 
if you look in the biblical times, you know, God had to feed the masses of the uh, Israelites by dropping manna from heaven. I bet you anything that they didn't have high fructose corn syrup in the manna. I guarantee you they didn't. So your body has been designed, God designed it to say, I'm going to store fat in times of feast. And then during times of famine, the body can use that fat. Well, here's the problem, folks. Food is readily accessible. We don't have to grow it anymore. We don't have to barter for it anymore. No, all we got to do is go down to the grocery store. And guess what? It's inexpensive too now, especially the stuff with high fructose corn syrup. Extremely inexpensive. So we can get our hands on it a lot easier. The all-natural stuff, the gluten-free stuff, the uh, the GM, the non-GMO stuff, the organic stuff, guess what? All that stuff is expensive because they want you hooked on the high-fructose corn syrup. All that fat that is produced when the high-fructose corn syrup is uh, transitioned into fat and stored, it's all done via the liver. And so now we have this this adipose fat stored in our midsections around our liver, and it puts a strain on our body. It puts a strain on our liver. This is why a lot of people are chubby around the midsection. You know, I'm one of those people. For a long time, I drank sodas. For a long time. And guess what? I've got a nice big belly. I'm trying to get rid of it. But you know what? It's not because I have the big belly that I'm concerned about getting rid of it. I'm more concerned about eating better. About lowering my cholesterol. About getting unhooked from this poison. And it's a poison. Don't don't get me wrong. It is a poison that we are consuming. Because what it does is not only does it create fat and tax your liver, but that sweetness, that overindulgent sweetness, triggers chemical reactions in our body where our pancreas starts secreting insulin, tons of insulin. And so then we see an increase in diabetes and an increase in heart disease because this this change in our chemical makeup of our body is detrimental to our organs folks and that's why that's partially the reason that the government's doing this look i'm not saying the government is in a conspiracy with food manufacturers and they go to them and say we want to put high fructose corn syrup in everything so that way people are addicted to it. No, that's not what they're saying. That's not what they're doing. What they're doing is they're raising the tariffs and taxes on incoming sugar. They're subsidizing the farmers that grow corn to lower the price of corn, raise the price of sugar. So therefore, high fructose corn syrup is the only answer. Oh, well, we'll instead of using sugar... We'll use high fructose corn syrup because guess what? It's cheaper. And a great side effect is it makes our product last longer on the shelves so it doesn't spoil. So bonus for us. So the government has created a market where as high fructose corn syrup can thrive. 
Okay. Why do they do it? Well, I'm going to tell you why. One, high fructose corn syrup makes you hungrier. As you consume it, it increases your hunger. And in, because one, you're becoming addicted to it. But two, it has no nutritional value. So therefore, your body's still craving the nutritional things that it needs to survive. And so now you're consuming more, which means you're buying more, which means that the economy's doing better because we're just consuming like locusts, just eating up everything that we can get a hold of. Here's the other thing that it does. With all these side effects of heart disease, raised cholesterol, raised blood sugar and insulin, diabetes, all of these maladies that are created from this one substance means that Big Pharma can sell you a pill to combat it. See, that's the thing. We have turned into a society where instead of making life changes, we just try to pop a pill to fix what ails us. Because we think high cholesterol is a condition. No, it's a sign and symptom of a condition, which is called poor eating habits. But doctors have been bought out by the pharmaceutical companies to push their pills with all their little weekend uh, junkets to the Bahamas and the Caribbean and all their free stuff and free buffets and free golf matches and whatnot. They've bought the doctors into trying to sell you this stuff. So, interestingly enough, when I had my cholesterol done, the doctor's like, oh, well, we'll prescribe you this stuff. Well, no, I can, I can just try to change my diet and maybe I can lower my cholesterol myself. Oh, no, no, no. There's nothing that you can do to lower your cholesterol. That's what the doctor told me. There's nothing I can do of my own free will to lower my cholesterol. That's horse hockey. That is such baloney. There are tons of things that you can do to lower your cholesterol. Some people do have a propensity for having higher cholesterol and higher blood sugar and all that. But for the most part, we see in our society, people are putting themselves in these places by the poor health decisions that they make with smoking, with drinking, with high fructose corn syrup, ingestion, all of it. Where if you could just watch what you eat and eat consciously on a daily basis, you could get rid of a lot of the problems that you have, quite simply. Um, we've, we've really kind of covered the different stuff about what it's doing and why we're using it. But here's the problem. We just recently uh, kind of touched on the fact that by using this stuff, the government has a better availability of breaking down your organs inside your body which means that it's more likely that you're going to need medication. 
to fix the maladies of your body, and therefore it's a way to control you. Well, how are they going to control you? One, they are already controlling you with these products. Um, it used to be direct marketing. It used to be using really cool pictures and games on cereal and this flashy advertisements that they use to get you to buy their product. Of course, we all are aware of that. But now they're making this high fructose corn syrup so addictive that your body craves it. Your body wants it. And so you find yourself reaching for these items that are chocked full of it. You reach for the, you know, the stuff on the shelf that's sitting there. You know, you want something sweet. You want something. They do the same thing with salt. The same thing is going on with salt. Putting salt on everything, deep frying everything, so that your body wants it. Your body is craving these things because it's addicted to them. Here's the other thing. And the other way they control you. We've already discussed that these items that are chock full of high fructose corn syrup can lead to heart disease, can lead to high cholesterol, can lead to diabetes, can lead to uh, insulin dependency, all these different things, right? Which all require you to do what? Take drugs. And so, therefore, the pharmaceutical companies make money, right? But realize this also, folks. If things go down, if we go into a tailspin as a country and we start going back live in the ancient times where resources aren't as great, guess what's going to happen? The government is going to have control of all this medication that they will see fit who to dole it out to. We're already kind of seeing some of this. We are, Nate? Yeah. It's called Obamacare. Now the government can tell you what kind of health care you can receive, what kind of health care you cannot. Oh, you're a smoker? Hmm. Your premiums higher. And guess what? We're not going to cover some of these things that are directly attributed to your consumption. I'll tell you what, folks. You don't believe me? Be about 40, 50 pounds overweight. Try to go get health insurance. Try to go get life insurance. You won't get it. Because you are a risk. Why would they waste money on you, a person who can't make healthy decisions? It's a waste of money for them. It's just flushing it down the drain for them. And that's where the government comes in. When the stuff goes down, as it already is starting to do, and you need your medication, where are you going to get it from? The government will be happy to give it to you. But remember, just remember, 
the government that can give you everything is also the government that can take it all away. You're going to be on the government's teat, suckling on their pharmaceuticals and their health care for years because you'll know no other way to get a hold of what you need to get. Or you can do the grown-up thing and investigate what it is you put in your body. Investigate what they're putting in your food and make a conscious decision to change that stuff. Grow your own food. Make it a little hobby. I'm going to tell you what, folks. You want to know how to make something taste delicious? You don't need sugar. Here's my favorite one. Oh, my gosh. This is my absolute favorite. And I'll be tell you, I'm going to tell you a story after I tell you what my favorite is. Ketchup. I have watched people that I know, family members, slather every bit of their food in ketchup or ranch sauce. That's another good one. Because, well, it tastes good. And what ends up happening is they cannot eat it without it. You try to serve them something that isn't slathered in ketchup, It doesn't taste good. It tastes bland. Yeah, you know why? You have destroyed your taste buds. You've completely destroyed your taste buds. And now you can't eat anything unless it's dipped in flipping ketchup or branch sauce or whatever. Hot sauce is a great substitute. You want, you want to eat something and you want a little kick to it and you want a little flavor? Hot, there's a lot of hot sauces out there that have no high fructose corn syrup in them. Give that a shot. I guarantee you, you'll like it. But my story. So, I have changed my diet quite considerably. Just the other night, I ordered french fries. I do eat french fries because... They are a potato product. There's no flour. There's no yeast in them. And so, therefore, my stomach doesn't uh, revolt against them. And, of course, what's always served with French fries? Ketchup, right? I dip my fries into a little bit of ketchup, not thinking, because it's a natural habit. It's a reflex. And all of a sudden, I realize, wow, this is way too sweet. If you cut out this stuff, if you cut out the high fructose corn syrup, if you remove all of this artificial sugar that you have put into your diet and put into your body, your body will start to awaken and it will see what has been going on. It will understand that these things are entirely too sweet for your body. And that's what mine did. So now, I don't need ketchup. You know what I use? Natural herbs and spices. Natural herbs and spices. One, you're not going to get any high fructose corn syrup in those. I guarantee you. Get Go down the little you know, aisle that has all the natural herbs and spices. Guess what? 
I'm going to tell you this, folks. Guess what? You know how? You know how they're good for you? They're expensive. Anything that's good for you, anything that's going to make you feel better is going to be expensive, folks. Anything that's non-GMO, anything that's organic, anything that's uh, healthy is going to be expensive. But I'll tell you what, you start eating healthy, you'll start eating less because you won't have the high fructose corn syrup that's driving your hunger to binge, binge, binge. And you'll save money in the long run because you will be healthier. So back to my story, you know, no longer eating ketchup. I use natural herbs and spices. You want a sweet flavor? You want something to taste sweet? I'm going to tell you my secret. Mint. Mint leaves. If you cut up and crumble up mint leaves, you put them on your food, you will think it's sweeter. It gives you the illusion that you're eating something sweet. When on, In all actuality, you're eating something natural with a natural sweetness that's good for you. So... Try that. So they're doing all this to make you dependent on them. But you don't have to be. I I urge you, start growing your own food. Start growing your own tomatoes. You can't buy tomato sauces. You can't buy tomato in a can anymore that doesn't have tons of sugar in it. Now, Eventually, I'm going to try to wean myself off sugar altogether. But right now, I'm just focusing on the demon at hand. And that's high fructose corn syrup. But start living naturally. Start going with frozen foods. I've got frozen chicken. That I'm going to thaw it every night and throw in the fryer. Cook up. Use coconut oil. Guess what? It's expensive, but it's good for you. A lot of people say a little bit of coconut oil every day will help with Alzheimer's and and dementia because it's so good for your brain. Just try it. Grow your own food. Use spices. Eat frozen. I eat some canned stuff. I like to use canned stuff. Um just because of its ease and really a lot of it's stored in water anyway so you're not uh, too um, there's not too much danger you know what I do do with my beans in a can is I will rinse them get all that jelly and, and syrup off of them and rinse them through with water so that way I'm having more of a natural product yeah It's a little inconvenient, folks. And I know the reason that we eat the way we do is because we're so in a hurry. Go, 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 go. We need something fast. We need it right away. I can't tell you the last time that I went through a fast food drive-thru. And if I did, it was a Taco Bell and I ate uh, corn tortilla tacos. Because guess what? You're not going to find any flour in there. But, yeah, every now and then I break down and I'll drive through a drive through But I'm going to try to pick a better solution. Maybe not the best, 
but a better solution for my specific diet. I'm telling you, this is all scripted. This is all choreographed to make you sick. To make you feel sick. I haven't even touched on the biggest part of it. Yeah, we talked about diabetes. We talked about insulin dependency. We talked about uh, cholesterol and fat. All of that stuff, right? Heart disease. But this stuff also affects your brain. Not just with the addiction, but it can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. You're changing the chemical makeup of your brain and your body and all of the fluids inside of it. I'm going to tell you what. I've struggled with depression and anxiety most of my life. And ever since I've started to diet and change my intake of food, I have noticed a considerable difference in my demeanor, in my mental stability, and my well-being as a person. And I attribute all of it to the fact that I'm eating better. And oh, by the way, you know, you might lose a little weight here and there. Who knows? I don't weigh myself anymore because that's what got me into trouble in the first place was this crazy, unrealistic goal that the military set for me to try to maintain. I'm a big guy. I have a big body frame. And so it's not really attainable for me to be 180 pounds. I've always been around 200 pounds in my adult life. I'm well beyond that now, but it's just unattainable. I encourage you, I implore you, that when you go to the grocery store, Take the extra time to look at the labels. You know, when you find high fructose corn syrup in your food, it's going to be one of the first three or four ingredients. Now, when they do the ingredients, they do them by percentage of concentration. So that means that this stuff is in large quantities of your food. I mean, it's it's a lot. There's a lot of it in your food. That should tell you something. What that should tell you is that they are using it in large amounts to get you addicted to their products. I'll tell you what. For everyone listening, do a do a 30-day test. For 30 days, do your best to cut out high fructose corn syrup, to cut out caffeinated beverages, and to cut out gluten. Try removing those three things from your diet. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy. But I want you to do that and keep what most people would call a food journal. But just write down. Write down every day. 
how you feel. I'm telling you, you're going to feel loads better. Now, I will warn you, from my personal experience and from understanding the way these things work, these chemicals, i.e. caffeine and high fructose corn syrup, when you remove them from your diet, people, you're going to go through a condition that's called withdrawal. It's going to look a little bit like this. Headaches. Irritability. Tension. Anxiety. Your body is going to be crying out for this stuff that it's been used to for so many years because it's going to want it, need it to survive. I suggest you start this on a Friday because by Friday night slash Saturday morning, you're not going to want to get out of bed. So don't plan anything on that weekend because you're going to be pretty miserable for a day or two. You're, detox- you're detoxifying your system. You're getting all of that baloney and garbage out of your system and your body, who's lived with it for so long, thinks it needs it to keep its homeostatic environment. But your body's been tricked into believing that it's part of the system. So after that second or third day, When it's all flushed out, you're going to feel glorious. And I say that because your body's going to realize, wow, this is what we're supposed to feel like. This is the new good. But it's not over yet. They say it takes 21 days to create a habit. It also takes 21 days to get rid of a habit. Smokers say that the cravings are always there, that they never get rid of it. Let me tell you something, folks. I've been off caffeine and soda for over 21 days. For almost probably 40-some, 45, maybe 50 even. And I occasionally have a craving. But what stops me is knowing that I've gotten this far already. And how great I feel. I've cheated here and there with gluten and I've felt horrible. I will not go back to caffeine and I will not go back to sodas. I've occasionally still ingest high fructose corn syrup, which I'm trying to get away from, but I've lessened it quite a bit. I used to drink sodas like they were going out of style. I used to drink probably a liter of cola, as Farva would say, in one sitting with a large bucket of popcorn. The movie theaters, oh, they kill you on this stuff. But now I drink pink lemonade with natural sugar in it, which I'll probably end up going away from that eventually and just sticking with water. 
because ultimately, in the end, it's better for you. I'm telling you, you'll feel better. Almost instantaneously. You'll never stop from thinking about it or wanting it. But it won't be near as bad after about 20, 25 days. So do a little journal. See how it makes you feel. If you have children, get them off of it. Think about this. Your children will be eating this stuff for 18 years before they themselves will have the ability to think for themselves and decide for themselves. And even then, they're not going to. Create their good habits now. They'll thank you for it later. Don't allow them to slather everything in ketchup and ranch dressing. It's not worth it. The government is using these things to make you sick, to make you dependent on the pharmaceuticals that they're pushing to fix your cholesterol, to fix your diabetes, to fix all these problems. I'll tell you another thing. My skin has cleared up. My skin feels so much better. My hair feels better. My, my whole body feels better. Because I'm drinking more water and less of this poison. Go on Google. Go on YouTube. Look up. High fructose corn syrup conspiracy. People have done studies. People have looked into this. Don't take my word on it. I'm just sharing with you my personal experience and what I know and what I've researched. Check it out. And then draw your own conclusions. Draw your own suppositions of why the government would allow this stuff to be manufactured and to be sold when it's so dangerous, when it's so addictive. Why would they give it to us? I know why. I've told you why. And hopefully you've heeded the warnings and the information that I've shared with you. Hopefully the opportunity of listening to this podcast, even if it reaches one person, hopefully this podcast can get you to look at the world a little differently and look at your everyday life a little differently, get you to question the truths that you're told by the media, by marketing, ooh, by marketing. These marketers, they don't care about you. They just want you to be a consumer. They want you to be addicted. They want you to have to live off the product that they sell. Until we can push back, until we can challenge that status quo, we're their sheep. I hope that this podcast has been helpful to some, that it's, you know, uh, opened your eyes, that it's caused you to question, that it's enlightened you so that you can be awoke. <laughs>